What's going on, guys? John Papaloni here. You are listening to or watching the John Papaloni Show. Today is episode 43. We are going to talk a little about a little bit about new construction projects today. I originally had a guest planned, but uh, things got shuffled. So I thought, why not get into something different? I'll do a little solo podcast. And I'm going to, uh, again, talk about new construction project. But before I go in, I'm into that. I'm going to just, you know, talk about what's going on in the world, as we know, in Ontario. Real estate, you know, has been uh, very, very interesting in the last little bit. I'm sure most people know. Some people may not, which is why I'm saying it. We, um, like in terms of the bidding wars, has it slowed down? Some areas it actually has. I mean, again, houses are selling. Prices are haven't come down. But you're not getting the 40 offers. Um, last week I had, uh, I think it was last week I had submitted an offer and what ended up happening was that there was a condo for sale in Mississauga and there was a bid date, bid date came in, no offer. It was kind of like people were just sitting idly watching to see what was going to happen. And needless to say, nothing happened that day. So as the spectators watched, nothing happened. Next day comes in. And then uh, an offer came in. But of course, the same people I showed the condo to called me because they wanted to put an offer. So we ended up having two offers on that property. And as a result, um, I did not get the, the, the offer on that one there, which is fine. I mean, these guys went in a little soft and I even thought it was soft, but shit happens. So somebody, but the point is that two people offered, they didn't really go over asking the price the, the condo actually sold under asking so that was interesting so that was one example how a bid failed and that is becoming more common than before again not every places because i can tell you i have another example where a home went for two hundred thousand dollars over asking 24 bids but it's just not as severe as it was you know say a month ago so i found that uh pretty interesting and that's kind of what's going on there now, the other thing I want to update, it's, uh, you know, as you know, AstraZeneca has been put on pause, you know, going back into the virus. So, I mean, not that I tried to, but, you know, it's a little updated. I and mean, if you haven't heard, you know, they, you know, some people uh, have found the, uh, well, a lot more people are coming up with the blood clots and it's one of those things that they want to explore it more. So they put it on pause. At least that's the story. So right now, you know, there's just Pfizer and Moderna going around roughly. So. I got myself booked in Thursday, so I'm going to get the jab on Thursday. Not really sure how I feel about that. Um, to some degree, happy to get it over with. To some, uh, another degree, it's like, oh, God, right? But, hey, you know what? Alternative is worse. But at least, yeah, the opportunities ha are there. They have changed the requirements. They've lowered the age. If you're in the hot spot, you just got to be 18 years old. So there's the opportunity there. But now going into new construction condos. You know, obviously, when you're looking for, sorry, it doesn't have to be condos, it could be townhouses, it could be detached, just new construction. So when you're out there and you're deciding to buy real estate, you got to have to get a gauge where your finances are, see what's available. And then you have to decide whether you want something uh, new or you want a resale project. Neither is not what one's better than the other or, um, you know, you're gaining something like they all have advantages and disadvantages to both. Now, I'll give you an example. 
new construction, typically, yeah, it's brand new, never lived in. And a lot of times, if you catch it at the right phase, you're able to go in and select your colors, your finishes, and your upgrades. Or a resale project, you're pretty much buying something that's already there. If you want to change it up, you got to gut it and then uh, and then reconstruct it. So there's a difference there. So the advantage, again, new construction, you get to pick your colors and your choices. So you don't need, uh, you know, to find more construction people to uh, fix up the house because it'll come built the way you chose it. Again, that's assuming you get in at the right phase. So that's one advantage. An advantage of a resale is that it is May 12th. I want to move by June 30th. That's quite possible with a resale. I found out as a homeowner that wants to uh, sell. Part of my offer comes in. I want possession on June 30th. If they accept my offer, I'm moving in June 30th. With new construction, if closing is set as in April 2022, <laughs> and you would need to move June 30th, too bad. They're not going to be able to construct a building in 30 days. So that's just not going to happen. So you got the time. You got options for new construction. You need to move in. You have options on a resale. So it's a matter of what works for you. In terms of pricing, is there a difference? Yes. Yes, there is. What happens is that a lot of times things are designed on construction costs, uh, speculation. That's a factor. And what ends up happening is an example. You can often find, I'm going to use a condo as an example. Let's just make it simple here. We'll take a condo and we'll take a um, 900 square foot condo in uh, Toronto, we'll say. Or we'll say Etobicoke. Now you're going to find that 900 square foot condo in Etobicoke somewhere between 650 and 800,000. Now if you buy that new construction, you're going to be looking between 800 and 990,000. And you're going, why is it more expensive? Well, let's look at it. The that uh, condo that's a resale was probably constructed a few years ago when lumber was a third of the price that it is today. Labor was a little bit more uh, accessible. Where today, competition is even with labor because there's a limited amount of people available to take the projects on. So therefore, you're kind of at the mercy of the uh, crew. So labor's higher. Um, since the pandemic started, there's been a shortage in wood. So woods, I believe, I heard was like triple the price. So all that's going to be a factor in terms of what they sell the, the uh, unit for. Does that mean that when you're buying new construction, you're getting ripped off? No. Because what ends up happening is, at least it's been for the last couple of years, few years, you're, there's some speculation as things go up and things get constructed. That value goes up over time. So you end up getting that money back and then some over time. So it's a matter of do you want to get the bottom rock price today or do you want to get the value of tomorrow? And, you know, new, move in, new, move in, have to do your own touch and reconstruct. Again, options, choices, that's all it really is. There's advantages to new construction as well. Now, when you buy a resale, what you're going to do is we're going to say, we're going to go back, uh, I'm going to use $500,000 just for math. Pretend you're buying something for $500,000 today. When you're buying a brand new, sorry, you're buying it resale and just say you're putting 20% down, you're putting in the $100,000 down today. So you're going, well, what if I don't have the 100,000 today, but I will over the next year or two? What do I do? 
Ah, see, new construction is advantageous because if you don't need to move in right away and you have the time and you're buying this, just say for an investment property, when you buy new construction, it's still the same 20% that you're putting down, but you're doing it over time. When you make the deal with the builder, you're putting down $5,000 on signing most times, and then you're putting the balance of 5% down within 30 days of, of acceptance. So 30 days, you put down 5%. Then you get about 120 days, 90 or 120 days, depending on the builder, to come up with another 5%. And then after that, you get, I believe, another 120 days, and it's another 5%. So you are 15%. And then basically, on closing, you put in the final 5%. So that same 100,000 spread over time. So if you don't have that down payment readily available, you have an option. All you need to do with new construction is get approved for the mortgage, just the same as a resale. So you don't have all the money today. You can buy new construction, but if you don't have all the money on a resale today, you're kind of shit out of luck. So that's one of the differences. Again, design choices, you get to make it without worrying about finding a construction team. Down payment options are there. Then on top of that, for resale, you get to move in faster and you need the down payment right away. So, and on top of that, then you need to get an, a, um, what do you call it again? Yeah, and then you need to get the, yeah, what was I saying? Hold on. The mortgage has to be for now. The mortgage has to be for now. The down payment is now. If you need to do some kind of form of construction, you're going to have to get a construction team for resale. But again, you can move in now. There's no in-between. And remember, new construction projects can be delayed and often are. So if you're, it's what's called a um, tentative closing day, maybe you just say January 2022. That doesn't mean it will be ready on January 22. That's the scheduled plan. But there's delays. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, unions go on strike. Sometimes a shortage of uh, materials we're experiencing now. Um, some, you know, sometimes they got they can't get the inspectors to get the approval right away. So that delays the project too. So you can actually end up getting possession on April 2022 instead of January 2022. Now, sometimes even the, con the the new construction condominium needs to have a declaration and needs to be registered. So sometimes with new construction, you're going to get an occupancy date. And that occupancy date means that that's the day you take possession where you can move in, but it is not closing. You do not get title that day. So you haven't closed. You just took possession occupancy where you can move in and what that means is that until there's a declaration and it is registered it, it you are not on title you do not have the mortgage yet <clears throat> technically what happens is on that occupancy date you have a an agreement with the builder on how much you're paying per month during occupancy and sometimes that's even negotiable sometimes not that's something you got to deal with the 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 builder at the time. So until it's registered, you have occupancy, but it's like paying a rent. But I can tell you the amount that you're paying is a lot lower 
than if you were to go to rent the place out. So it's actually sometimes cheaper than what your mortgage will be too. But the thing is that you're stuck with the occupancy date unless you're paying full cash on the project and then you're giving out the cash on occupancy date. And then at those times you can take possession, but you still don't get title. And that's the downside of it and the danger of it. You do not get title because it cannot be given until the building is registered. So what ends up happening in that circumstance is you end up giving all the money to the lawyer and it stays in the lawyer's trust account, not yours, theirs. And on basically when the building gets registered, title is given, that's when they get their money. And that's how you avoid the occupancy payments. But truth be told, it's not something I advise as a general rule, but it's something that you could do. So, and now usually occupancy, it could vary, but occupancy is usually no more than six months on average. So for six months, it's like you're paying rent. And then the terms on that, you negotiate with the builder as well, because sometimes they do not allow you to rent it out during occupancy. So that's something you'd have to discuss in advance with the builder on, you know, on the offer. The other opportunity with new construction is what's called assignment. And I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard that before, where, they, where you've seen something that said it's an assignment sale. And where that is, sometimes you have the down payment, but you don't want to be locked in long term. What you want is just an investment where you can kind of flip. And a lot of times new construction is a great way to flip versus buying it, constructing, and then flipping something that you've constructed. Sometimes this is a great way to do it. And sometimes you're doing it because circumstances that you could not predict happened. You know, just say you got approved, everything was done, and then you get laid off. So you're not sure you can close. So you want to assign it to a new buyer so you can get your money back, get some profit with it, and get out of the deal with no penalties. So now assignment is something you have to deal with the bro- the uh, builder as well. And, and, you know, with a good agent, they can discuss getting the assignment fee waived. And that could be done with the lawyer too at the offering. But the point is that you have to make sure in the offer you discuss assignment, whether there's a charge, whether it's free, how much it is, stuff like that. And that's some of the things you can negotiate with a builder Some most times. So that, because remember, some builders do not offer assignments. Like they do not allow it. And if that's the case and you need to assign it, it's not going to happen. So you have to make sure that's clear on your agreement. So what ends up happening is just say the construction is three years till uh, occupancy or three years to closing. And what happens is that we're three years, we're about a year left or six months left before closing. And now you want to get rid of it. Just say you bought it for that 500,000 uh, as a new build and six months away, it is now valued at 650. So what happens is just say, you want to go in there, you want to sign that so you can get the 150000 out of it and, and sell it to somebody else. So somebody else, you might sell it even for six hundred as a uh, incentive. I'm just kidding. There's different options. And again, you can talk to your realtor at the time where you're making this decision. So and the, the basically, the market will dictate what you go in with. So you would get go out there, your realtor or you, whoever, you know, however you want to do it, would find someone to take over that agreement for you, which basically means you're going to assign that agreement to the new person. And that person's probably going to have to get qualified and satisfy the uh, builder as well. 
Um, but once they got assigned, you pretty much get out of the deal. As long as they close, you're off the hook. And then you've got, you've pretty much gotten rid of the condo or townhouse or whatever it is that you bought without even closing on it. So that's how assignments work. Again, there's very, very different legal procedures and agreements with the builders. You'd have to check that at the time of, uh, you know, of purchase, but you definitely want to make sure the option is there for you because three years down the road, when they usually build is a long way down the road and you just definitely never really know what's going to happen in three years. So you want to make sure you have that option. The other thing is when you offer on a new construction, you have what's called a 10 day cooling off period. That means when you sign and you put down that $5,000 deposit at the initial offer, you get 10 days to do your due diligence, which is get your lawyer to review it, to uh, ensure you got financing um, and pretty much anything you have to do to convince yourself that this is the right place and I can afford it and et cetera, et cetera. So you got 10 days to finalize the deal and to do your due diligence. In a pre on a resale, you don't get the 10 days. You make the offer. You either put the condition that, you know, in the offer and the seller has to accept those conditions. But if you go in a firm offer, you pretty much, you're agreeing to buy it as is the way it is. No conditions, no ifs, no buts, no where. There is no 10-day cooling off period. There is no, I'm changing my mind. It's pretty much, that's the offer. That's what I'm after. That's what I'm getting. And pretty much that's, that's the deal. So that's another difference between new home construction and resale. The other thing that you get with new home construction, and this is assuming the builder is part of Terion. I'm pretty sure they all have to be, but I could be wrong. Don't quite remember the logistics of that, but most new builds have Terion for you. So with the Terion warranty, what that means is that you're buying new construction and they are guaranteeing and warranting that work for a very for a certain period of time. And it usually comes in different stages. The first year, usually it's it's like a car when you get a, when you get the warranty with a car, it's bumper to bumper. Well, with Terry on, that first year is kind of like the bumper to bumper, front door to back door, which basically means anything that is deficient or done, you know, and broken is covered within that first year. Now, let's be clear, that's with the builder's deficiency. If you get a ball or a bat and you smash your window, they're not going to cover that. But if there's a deficiency, like you get a window leak, your roof is leaking, uh, the the um, the door doesn't close properly, the doors don't lock properly, the tiles are coming up, the bathroom, uh, you know, caulking fell apart, the uh, tiles fell down, there's a leak through the basement. Any of that stuff is covered in the first year. Now, it's sort of like the Terion warranty does change as the year goes. That's year one. Um, what happens is what's covered in all seven years is usually foundation. That's for all seven years of the warranty. So if you got a, a crack in the foundation, it's, uh, a, you know, it falls apart for whatever reason. That's all covered under the warranty. There's different stages, which you can check out at terryon.com or you can check out with the agreement because when you get the condo, they give you the agreement, the Terryon portion where you can read over and you, so you can understand what the warranty covers. So that's another benefit of new home construction. So that's pretty much the general basis of new construction. 
But if you do have questions, you could reach out to me. You can either reach out to me, you know, through direct message email, um, or you can even, you know, message me directly on my cell call or text 647-619-2582. And I would happy to help you and happy to answer any questions you may have. If there's something I didn't mention that you thought about, no problem. I would love to help and answer your questions if they come up. You can also, uh, you can also get all my contact information from the link below. I'm going to post it and uh, all my contact information at the bottom of the podcast. In the meantime, you know, this is episode 43 of the John Papaloni show. Thank you for watching or listening.